0: Glad you joined us for today's episode. Have a uh, postcard here from West Virginia. This is the New River Gorge National Park. I have been on this bridge many, many a time. Beautiful, beautiful spot in West Virginia. This is a postcard from our friends Dave and Sharon Wallen from Bible Baptist there in Beckley. Wow. Really appreciate the reminder of... uh, a special spot, been uh, over this bridge many, many times, have driven down and, and got the panoramic view uh, there by that bridge. And so thanks for listening to the podcast every day, Dave and Sharon. We are in Jeremiah chapter number six today, and we're in a, a verse that um, perhaps you've heard preached or referenced. It It's kind of a, a buzzword among some uh, uh, some people these days, and you'll see it in verse number 16. Well, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. So maybe you've heard that term, you know, the old paths. We need to get back to the old paths. And wow, that is so very true. The old paths. The question then becomes, what are the old paths? Because I think sometimes we think that old paths refer to some kind of a former preference we had 20 or 30 years ago in our church. Like the old paths means we need to sing uh, a certain song or we need to conduct our worship service the way they did back in the 1950s or we need to dress that way or, uh, or, or that that's not what old paths are. O- old paths here in Jeremiah chapter 6 refers to the time when God's people walked according to God's word and walked according to God's heart. Remember, the context of Jeremiah chapter 6 is the people of God on the outside were looking pretty good. On the outside, they were still doing all of the temple worship things. They were still still wearing all the same clothes and, and doing all the same things in the sense of their religious exercise but their heart wasn't right. The way they treated people was not right. They were dealing falsely and they had a a covetous heart and they were sticking their finger in their ears when it came to listening to the warnings of God. And they were not just in their dealings with others. And what God was saying is, no, no, get back to my original intention And the old path is a path of honoring me first and loving me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and having a pure heart of contentment with what I'm doing in your life and a real heart to love and serve other people. Really, the old paths can be summarized by saying, love God with a passionate and pure heart and treat other people right. That's the, what God intended for his people when they came into the promised land, that you would come in and honor me and worship me and serve me and declare my glory to a world that needs to know about me. Those are the old paths. So ask for that, pray for that, view that, value that. That's what Jeremiah chapter six and verse 16 is all about. And it's the same message that God gives to you and me today. That in our hearts, we would go back to uh, those original intentions of let's love God with our heart and let our love for God drive what we do and serve people and be honest and be content with what God's doing in our life. It's a very similar message to what uh, God said to the angel of the church of Ephesus when he said uh, uh, that you, you have left your first love you'll return to that first love, return to that original motivation and those heart-level commitments to me. That, that, that's what the old paths are. Look at verse number 17. Also, I set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. And they said, we will not hearken. So, you know, a watchman was somebody that stood on a wall, or on a tower, like a watchtower. And their job was to be vigilant. Their job was to look out over the landscape, to look at the horizon, to look at where the enemy could be coming from. Remember, there's no radar back in those days. There's no airplanes or drones. There's no satellite imagery. So a watchman was one whose job it was to see farther. To position himself in a place where he could see what others could not see. And then when he saw ahead of time what others could not see, his job then was to warn them by sounding a trumpet. Hey, danger is coming. Alert, warning, uh, act upon that now before the danger is upon us. And so what did God say? God said, I have set you watchmen. I have sent my prophets. I've given you my word. I am telling you ahead of time that danger is coming. That's what the word is, by the way. That's what the word of God is in many respects. It's a watchman. That's what preaching is. That's what a podcast like this is. That's what the sharing of the word of God is in in any real venue. That is, hey, God's word can predict those things that that are dangerous. They can tell us those things that are coming down the pipeline of our life, things that we need to change, things to which we need to adjust. And yet the Bible says, in spite of God's favor in giving them a watchman, in spite of God's favor in warning them, they simply would not hear. The, the trumpet was sounding. The watchman had seen the danger. The warning had been issued, but God's people were doing nothing. I wonder if that might not be an apt description of our generation. Has God given us warning? I think he has. have, have, Have God's people, God's prophets in that sense, warned of a coming judgment? I think they have. I think we have. But are God's people listening? I think by and large, I think they're not. So, while it might be easy for us to look back at the generation of Jeremiah's day and say, how insensitive can a group of people be? God is warning and warning and reiterating and reiterating, and it seems as if they're just not listening. Well, I I think this is descriptive of us as well. Verse number 18, therefore hear ye nations. Interesting. So in verses 16 and 17, God is speaking to his own people. Hey, uh, get back to the old paths. Get back to the origin, my original intention for you, that the reason I gave you my word, the reason I entered covenant with you, that you might reflect my glory, that you might seek me and love me and then declare my glory to others and serve each other. Those are the old paths, but you've not done that. And I've told you that judgment is coming and I've warned you, you know, you, there's still time for you to get right, but you are not even listening. You didn't listen to, listen to my word, verse 16, and you're not listening to my warning, verse 17. And so judgment is inevitable. So now in verse number 18, the message is not to Israel. In verse number 18, the message is to the Gentile nations. And we would say today, the unsaved people groups. And, and watch what God says to them in verse number 18. Therefore, hear ye nations and know, O congregation. That means a congregation of nations. What is among them? Hear, O earth. So this is obviously not a message to God's people, but to everybody else. Hear, O earth. Behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts. What a statement. I'll come back to that. Because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Now think of it. What was the purpose of God's people among the nations? The purpose of God's people among the nations was to demonstrate the power of God, the goodness and glory of God. God set his love upon Israel so that in and through Israel, he could declare his glory to the world. Remember, the temple was to be a place of prayer for all nations. But Israel had not been the witness she needed to be. In fact, she couldn't even keep her own house straight. So now, instead of being a great, a great messenger of the goodness of God to the world that needed God, they were a poor example of God, And so now in order for God to show that he is the true God, he is going to chastise his own people, punish his own nation to show the world, see, this is the way I deal with my messenger who is unwilling to, to fulfill her purpose among you. So God is using God's people as a message, just not the message she wanted to be. See, God will use your life as a message too. Now, He wants to use your life as a positive, a willing message. He wants you to live for Him and and proclaim Him and embody His principles and be a great example of what Christ would do were He to live in your body. God God wants to use your life to reflect His glory to a world that needs to see Him. But if you, as God's child, refuse and say, no, I'm just into myself, I'm into my own things, I'm not listening to God, I don't care about my purpose, then God will use your testimony as a negative example. And that's what's happening here in verse number 18. How sad. It did not have to be this way. Verse number, nine, uh, verse number 20, To what purpose cometh there to me incense from Sheba? The people of God were worshiping and they were importing very expensive spices from all around the world. Sheba, the sweet came from a far, and the sweet that came from a far country. Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, nor your sacrifices sweet unto me. So, what is God saying? God is saying, listen, I don't care how impressive your worship is, I don't care how much money you're giving or what financial sacrifices you claim to be making or how ornate your building is, none of that impresses me. Your outward show of religion is not what I'm after. It's your heart for me and for others, the old paths of loving God and following his word, serving people. I'm not impressed with a religious show that simply cosmeticizes An evil heart. And just the same is true today in our churches. Oh, we might have big offerings and we might have impressive worship services, but God sees beneath the veneer, doesn't He? And He wants to know what's there because that's what matters. So I hope that helps today. It's a sober message, but a needed one. We'll uh, end there in verse number 20, jump into verse number 21, and Lord willing, I'll finish the chapter next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.